Welcome to another episode of the Sparkles of Gold Astrology Manifesto podcast. I am Nicolas Polimanakos, aka Sparkles of Gold. Today's episode has to do with Mercury retrograde that will be happening in the sign of Gemini. Before we go further, I'd just like to get some information out there. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, thanks for being here. I'm an astrologer that's based on the West Coast. I have a website called sparklesofgold.com. You can find out all types of things about me there. Uh, my YouTube channel, my podcast episodes, newsletter, random blog posts. First and foremost, though, I am an astrologer who does sessions and consultations one-on-one -on -one with clients over Skype, video, and even in person on the West Coast. If you're interested in anything like that or you have any questions, just go to sparklesofgold.com and send me a message. To those who have been listening to me, welcome back and thanks for the support. Okay, let's talk about this Mercury and Gemini retrograde. Good times coming our way. <laughs> Listen, this officially happens on May 10th. You might be listening to it on that date. It's an interesting day in general. Mercury will be in the sign of Gemini at four degrees. Gemini, and as a side note, um, that's the day also that the planet Jupiter leaves the sign of Aries and enters into, or excuse me, Jupiter leaves the sign of Pisces and then enters the sign of Aries. This happens the same day as Mercury stopping, stationing, in, in, in its uh, process of moving backwards. So there's a lot happening on two, May 10th, Tuesday. With Mercury retrograde stations, you can kind of in a weird way think about it it doesn't just happen on the day it's like a day or two before and several days after the type of uh, things that happen with a retrograde might be floating around and i'll tell you those details here in a second so four degrees gemini it stops and it starts to go backwards now if we take a deeper look at this and we actually time travel a little bit backwards to the date of april 26th this is an important day. Why? The reason is at that point in time, April 26, 2022, Mercury, the planet of communication, formulating ideas, thoughts, and opinions, the planet that deals with how things get to point A to point B, the trickster, the messenger, the communicator. You understand here the the, the what Mercury does? It was at 26 degrees Taurus on April 26th, this is important to note because this particular degree of Mercury and Taurus at 26 degrees is going to come up several times here during the retrograde. Okay, so May 10th, Mercury stops, goes backwards, and it goes backwards for three weeks. This is typically how it works in a general sense with Mercury when it goes retrograde. It's a three weeks uh, period of time. It moves backwards all the way to the date of June 3rd, which it stops, stations as they call it, to move forward again. And it stops at that interesting degree at Mercury and Taurus at 26 degrees. And that was where it was on April 26, 2022. So you can see how the planet Mercury is passed over a certain space and degree range stops, goes backwards over that space and degree range, stops to move forward again and to go over that space and degree range 
one more time, in a sense, a total of three times. So you could see if start to put together why this could be good and to not be afraid of a retrograde because it's a review process. That's the key word here. Retrograde is review. Retrograde is revisit. Retrograde is reaccessing, recalibrating. So the planet of communication, the planet of the power of the word, the agility that it has, the 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 messenger aspect of it all, how you're relating with your mind and thinking and connecting and learning and writing, reading, speaking, all these key words, right? Uh, this goes through a recalibration. So that's why even people who are not into astrology, they do have Mercury retrograde in their vocabulary. <laughs> a lot of people do. And, you know, people panic. They get weird about it. And even if they say they're not into it and the people are into it and don't know too much about it, they freak out a little bit or, you know, they'll use it as an excuse and be like, oh, this happened because my computer broke down because of Mercury retrograde. Yeah, that's sure. OK, but it's really more about the function of a retrograde cycle and the reasons why things need to be reviewed. So here, what needs to be reviewed is the actual process the movement that Mercury is usually good at and is at home in, in Gemini. Usual swiftness is impeded, and its swiftness contributes to how fast one can put together facts in their head or, or how one can put uh, some, uh, uh, A and B together, like something starts at, at point A and something moves to point B. It's moving towards those areas. It's it's a, a, a package gets sent from California uh, uh, somewhere to New York, right? And it's got its usual route that it does. And then, but a retrograde thing happens. It gets lost. It gets lost in the system. The system wasn't working correctly. Okay, that sucks. But if one were to look at it deeply, say what happened in the system? What, what was it that made it uh, not work? And so this is where the recalibration happens and where one can kind of tweak things and look at things and, and um, clear up things. So in my case, I will tell you personally, because I'm born with Mercury and Gemini, that I actually, these can be very hard, but I've come to enjoy these Mercury retrogrades because I get a lot of things done. These little side things that were uh, left over to the side for the last so many months, um, details that I might have missed. Um, uh, things I haven't been able to get to for a long time and they just come to a point of like it's in my face and you have to deal with it and with in these periods of time and during a retrograde this is where you deal with it and this is where one can embrace a transit like this and get these things done and recalibrate and review so you can eventually move forward without any snafus down the line so remember this is about thinking and processing you know articulation your curiosity usually mercury and gemini deals with changeability just easily like it just deals with this stuff and but here it's not might not be flowing and as mutable as it usually is and dexterous as it usually is and be able to juggle multiple things at once like it usually does so it it's a time of like okay maybe i don't juggle as much right maybe i focus just on one or two things not five things or earlier before the retrograde happened i was juggling five things and i started five things and i only got one of those things done and then during this time you can get those other things done 
You famously hear astrologers say, well, don't sign anything or don't start a major project or something during the Mercury retrograde. And there's some truth to that. Like, okay, if you were able to pick in a more efficient time to do things like that, yeah, you would do it. But I could tell you as a practicing astrologer for, I don't know how many years now is 15 plus. I don't need more than that. I don't know. When I deal with clients, they come to me and they don't have a choice. There's sometimes life situations where you have to sign something. You have to initiate something. There's an important conversation that needs to happen. You don't have alternative times to do it. It has to happen during the retrograde. So what I tell them is, is like, okay, be prepared for this, that you're going to have one or two things you might have missed, and then they're going to come up out of the blue, or there's something that you didn't see. Or let's say you're signing a major contract. Hire a lawyer to look at it for you, not just you. So you have several eyes on it so you don't miss the details. And even if you do all that you can do, expect something else that's going to come up later that you're going to have to take care of. And that type of forecasting and thinking and talking and being aware of what's happening astrologically is 50% of the battle, I, I think, in my client work is just being aware of things. Because when you are aware and things do change on you, things you don't have control per se of, you do have control over how you react to it. And if I tell you, hey, the next three weeks, it's going to rain and it's going to be stormy, then you're going to say in your head, okay, I'm going to carry some gear <laughs> like a rain jacket and the right tools for me to deal with it when it does. So you could take that way, those examples I'm giving you, and think about the retrograde in that way and not be in fear of it, N not like be on your knees to it. You know what I mean? So that's a quick little rant on all that, right? It goes backwards on May 10th, goes all the way, goes backwards for three weeks. We get to June 3rd, it stops and it starts to move forward. Okay. Now, before I get to a certain date, I do want to bring something up. In between this retrograde, we have like on the 16th, we have a full moon eclipse that happens in Scorpio, which is a wild eclipse. It, it's it's hard. Endings and beginnings is connected to a new moon eclipse that happened two weeks before in Taurus. Mercury's Gemini during, or Mercury's retrograde during that time. I will say there's a new moon that's going to happen in the end of the month. And, and that's going to happen on May 30th. And interesting thing about that new moon, it's in Gemini. It happens at 9 degrees. That's May 30th. So the retrograde isn't done, right? On May 30th, new moon in Gemini. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. We go to look to see where Mercury is in the chart. Well, guess what? Mercury is at 26 degrees Taurus where it was on April 26th that I mentioned earlier. So you can see how the chapters of the story evolve here. And when you have you have certain points like this and they're connected to lunations, when I mean by lunations, like new moon, full moon, these are major marking points. And the fact that Mercury is in Taurus here, it's connected to everything else that's happening in Taurus and connected this is May 30th, right? But it's connected all the way back to April 26th. So you can kind of go back and look at that point in time and you will find a thread connected to May 30th. 
This is how we do astrology. We, we find chapters in the story. We look at cycles. We're also looking at new moons and full moons, and there's a connection there because, you know, of, of, of the nodes being in, in Taurus and Scorpio, Mercury's in Taurus on May 30th. So I don't want to give you too much information. What I'm telling you is, is if you think of it as a story and chapters of a story, this can make it a lot more easier for you, okay? So I just threw that in there, new moon on May 30th, and then several days later on June 3rd, that's when Mercury stops going backwards. And then we go, it moves, starts to move forwards over that whole period of time for the, for the, that it transversed earlier. And then when we get to June 18th, Mercury gets to four degrees Gemini where it was on May 10th when the retrograde started. So now you see how this works. April 26th all the way to June 18th is really the retrograde cycle. And there's the three weeks in the middle that the planet goes backwards. And then there's the part before and the part after. And they call that the shadow phases. Okay. It's because it's going over the, the degrees that space and time multiple times. I know this can sound confusing, but I just sort of trying to educate you to understand that it's not just for three weeks. There's a part before and there's a part after. And if you think about it as a novel, <laughs> We were writing a novel. This is funny because writing a writing something is a, is a Gemini or Mercury and Gemini type of thing. If you think about it in that type of way, then you can give yourself a break. And then you can educate yourself on this. Slowly, you'll come to appreciate retrogrades like this. Farther down the line, Mercury keeps going in Gemini. And it's going to make several aspects in June, like big ones, like to Saturn in Aquarius, to Neptune in Pisces. More chapters in the story. Yes, life is a story. Life is an opera. And if you're an astrologer and you'll track this stuff all the time, you'll lose your mind. You're like, why do I do this? <laughs> but that's a joke, but somewhat serious at the same time. But when you're like me and you're dealing with my, my own world and you're dealing with clients, this is what you do. And the more you look at it and the more you can simplify it for people to understand, which I don't know if I really simplified it today, but the more you try to do that, the, the more one can have a connection to nature itself, to the planetary transits, and be more in tune with that and be more aware so you can get to a place of feeling not you can't control everything, but to a place of like, well, I can control how I react to things or how I think about things. There's a lot more that happens during this Mercury retrograde. I can't go through every day, but my message today was to be more about like take advantage of this actually and if you get thrown off and there's those days and I'll just I'll name the key dates okay there's the May 10th day and the days surrounding that there's uh May 16th there's the eclipse there's um uh, May 30th which is a new moon in Gemini there's June 3rd uh when it stops going backwards and then there's June 18th when it gets to a point it was at at May 10th. If you think about those markers and, and write it down on your calendar, then you can have fun with this, <laughs> okay? I'm trying to have fun with it. I can't even begin to tell you. I've already actually had 
This is the third time I've tried to do this podcast, this audio. This is my third take. I had something weird happen, okay? And so I was already laughing to myself going, okay, I already have some Mercury retrograde shenanigans happening here because the mic wasn't turned on. I thought it was turned on. I had some crackling going on on the second tape. I'm like, what is going on? Why do I have this crackling? And, and I already had to go in and start tweaking things. And so you could see. The reasons behind us, this is a good thing because I'm like, oh, what if this is happening down the line for something very important and I didn't catch it and I published the podcast or the video? You see how this works? There's the benefits to this. It's just, could I have been frustrated and taken the microphone and the camera and thrown it across the room? That's a choice, but I'm not going to do that. I'm like, no, I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> There's a reason for this or I'm going to look for the reason for this. And actually, I'm sure more of this is going to come up <laughs> during the three weeks ahead of me here. So you see what, how I'm telling myself, how I'm setting my mind up? One more thing. Get some rest. You feel that your mind's trailing off, your vocabulary's off, you're getting in snippety, biting arguments with people, or they're doing the same to you. Something's not flowing with conversation. Take two steps back. You can come back to that. Whether that's on an email, or it's on a project, so on and so forth, take that role. See if you can. Use this as a playground, an experiment to understand the retrograde, okay? On that note, I'm going to take a deep breath, let it out, and I'm going to thank you for listening. If you got it this far, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for listening to my voice. This is um, something I've been wanting to do for years. I've helped other people and other astrologers do their thing, and I started to put myself up front first and foremost at the end of last year and I have goals I want to build something and build community and in the end I have to make a living but the other side of this is is if I can change and help someone out there who's listening or watching in a way where they feel like they're touched or they've taken in some new knowledge and have new insight that they can walk into in the world then I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing on this planet you feel me? Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.